I'm Jill Hopkins, and LaToya is our senior sports correspondent. We love her because we know that she's going to bring only the finest in sports news to us, and today's no different. Today, we're counting down the top five sports moments of 2019. LaToya, hello. What's up, Moneyball? What's I'm, up, Jill? How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, this is a, you know, we're at a weird like time of year for sports, so I think it's a good yeah. time to look back because the Bears are out of the playoffs. Yeah, with Sunday's loss to the Packers of all teams. Uh, and I think a Vikings win that pretty much solidified what I think we kind of knew, you know, for much of the season that it looked like the Bears were probably not going to go to the postseason. <laughs> but it is now official. It is now official. And it's too soon to call it either way for hockey or basketball. We do have a really interesting hot stove situation happening with baseball. But we're looking back at 2019, and let's start with our number five sports moment from the world of golf. Oh, is it firm enough? Yes, it is. Oh! (laughs) He had the hat off before it dropped, Gary. Unbelievable. So there's the first point. Sent out first, sent himself out first. Needed to get the first point. That's his 27th match win, the most now in President's Cup history. Tiger Wood winning its 27 Masters. It's got more green jackets than somebody that works for the National Park Service. (laughs) Yes. Well, Tiger kind of has made a little bit of a comeback in 2019. Uh, He won the Masters, which was his first a major championship win in 11 years, and this is his 15th major overall, and he helped lead the U.S. team uh, to a recent President's Cup victory. And so it's it's been a rough last 10, 11 years or so for, for Tiger Woods. For a variety so, of reasons. Yeah, for, for a few reasons. <laughs> for a few reason, reasons. Um, so it looks like maybe Tiger is back. So I don't know if this means that he's... Uh, you know, going to finally catch Jack Nicklaus in in that record of 18 majors. But uh, he looks like he's kind of getting a little bit back on course. So mm-hmm. he's been a, a comeback story of the year. And that's the thing about a sport like golf is that you can play well into your life. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like you can play I, I, for an extended amount of time. So long as you remain as healthy as possible, you can have a very, very, very long golf career. Yeah. I mean, we're looking at folks like uh, Gronkowski and lots of other football players whose shelf life, especially in a like a, a, a lineman position, is very short. Uh, oh, yeah. And, you know, they have seniors tournaments every weekend. These oh, old, yeah. These old dudes get out on the links. <laughs> My uncle is retired. He plays golf every dang day when he can. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, if you want a little bit more. Or it could also possibly be a second career for someone who has retired from, from a previous sport. Um, I think Tony Romo has now taken up golf. And yeah. he actually, I think, placed well in a recent tournament. So it's 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 a second sports career for, for some. I'm Jill Hopkins. Latoya Moneyball-Smith is in the house. She's our senior sports correspondent. Let's look at basketball. Lots of new first-time champs in a sport that has, like, so many teams that you would think that that would happen more often, but no. Not really, because when you look at basketball over the last, I think in the NBA specifically, the last 20 years, it's really been a handful of teams that have won because, you know, the Bulls went on their run, uh, the Kobe Shaq era of the Lakers, they won a fair share of championships. 
you had the the Miami Heat came in and won a couple of titles, and the Celtics won, I think, just one. But it's it's only been a few teams in a in a league of of so many teams. You would think that it would kind of get spread out a little bit, but yeah, and uh, it's not just basketball either. Lots of 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 uh, lots of sports experiencing. Yeah. That's the thrill of victory for the very first time. Yeah, this was the first time ever uh, for franchise championship wins for the Toronto Raptors this year, the St. Louis Blues in the National Hockey League, the Washington Mystics in the WNBA, uh, the Washington Nationals in Major League Baseball, and the University of Virginia men's basketball team won the NCAA men's tournament. So it was um, quite a few teams that experienced the, uh, the first time of ever winning a championship. I think everybody who's who's passionate about sports, uh, who has a favorite team in any any league, should get the pleasure of watching them win a championship at least once. Yeah, yeah. And you think about like Boston. Boston has been like title town forever. Forever. And there are kids that are like twelve, thirteen years old who have experienced multiple parades and just that excitement of you know, your team, your city winning. Mm. And some people go a lifetime and Those poor, never like elderly it. Cubs fans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was so it was nice to see them in twenty sixteen get that that feeling of um, you know, being able to celebrate and, and to see that see their team win. Well, with uh, the thrill of victory, of course, comes the <laughs> agony of defeat. And defeat, the F-E-E-T. The actual feet <laughs> <laughs> were uh, responsible for the Cody Parker, t- t- Cody Parkey double joint. Oh, my gosh. And that Bears game against the Phys- Philadelphia Eagles last season. I'm still not happy. There's still grown men yelling at television somewhere. Oh, my gosh. That was so rough. <laughs> and that guy lost his job. It was very, very rough. That is, that's our number three in, in the top five sports moments uh, of this year. And it potentially cost the Bears. Now, granted, football is a, is a team sport, yes. and everyone has to contribute and do their part. And you can look back at that game. Uh, it was the uh, divisional playoff game versus the Philadelphia Eagles. And you can say, like, there were certain mistakes and different things that have been made, you know, all throughout the game. But ultimately, you know, everybody is responsible for doing their job. And it all came down to Cody's foot. And unfortunately, we were left with the, the double doink. I think that will... Uh, stay in in Chicago Bears history for some time to come, and uh, it, it it just it was it was devastating. It was it was definitely one of the most disappointing losses that I have ever experienced as a Bears fan. Um, but I mean, it, it, and when you look back over the course of last year, and how there had been multiple instances where he had missed kicks and. Uh, it was like, well, why didn't the team make changes or do something? And they they stuck with it, and ultimately it cost them. But, you know, Cody is, I think, in Tennessee now, and we've moved on and back out of the playoffs. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just, it's just this never-ending, never-ending disappointment with the Bears. But I still love them, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm Jill Hopkins. We're talking sports with Latoya Moneyball-Smith, our senior sports correspondent. Latoya, were you able to watch Drew Brees make history last night? I did. I saw a little bit of the game. Well, the game wasn't that exciting itself <laughs> if you looked at the score. Um, but it was it was great to see Drew Brees make some history and 
he surpassed Peyton Manning as uh, with the most passing touchdowns in NFL history. So, yeah, congratulations to Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. Congratulations. I have personally never thrown a single touchdown pass, so good, good for him. <laughs> I'm good at other things. I'm it good is at other a feat. <laughs> the Saints did not have a great NFC championship game earlier this year. Uh, and that, not necessarily the Saints' fault. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about pass interference and referees that don't seem to know what that means in 2019. Yeah, that was one of the more controversial moments in sports uh, this year was the New Orleans Saints and the L.A. Rams played in the NFC Championship game, and there was a play that went down in NFL infamy. Uh, there was a blow pass interference call that uh, potentially could have cost the Saints a trip to the Super Bowl. Uh, basically, there was uh, one minute and 49 seconds left uh, at the end of the game when the score was tied at 20. Um, it was third and 10 for the Saints. Drew Brees throws a pass to wide receiver Tommy Lee Lewis when all of a sudden Rams cornerback Nikhil Roby Coleman sprints from the other side of the field and he hits Lewis before the ball arrived, See, that's, which that's not allowed. is just is, you know, your typical pass interference, defensive mm-hmm. pass interference, which would have given the Saints an automatic first down had the had it been called and it could have it would have set them up to be in a better position to score a touchdown or kick a field goal uh, near the end of the game to secure the win. But refs didn't call it, and it led to some very, very upset and irate Saints fans. Outrage. Outrage. And I get it. It's like it's that's just got to be heartbreaking to lose a, a, a game of that magnitude. It's an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. And to lose on a, a blown call, it, it just was it, – it was a lot. And it led to the league actually implementing a new rule that pass interference calls could now be uh, reviewable on instant replay. So uh, it was it was a monumental moment, I guess, in, for this <laughs> year in, in, in sports. And it led to a rule change in the NFL. But it, it was devastating for the Saints. And I just remember there were a ton of Saints fans online. Like, they were actually petitioning and trying to get yeah. Roger Goodell to, like, make thing. them replay the last quarter of the game. Like, <laughs> nobody's just... replaying the last. Like, do you know how much effort... And logistically, how that would go. It was just, it was a lot. It was a lot. And ultimately, um, the Rams ended up winning the game, and they went on to the Super Bowl. They did lose to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was any, con- you know, consolation yeah. for Saints I'm, fans. It might but, have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was um, that was definitely a uh, a very pivotal moment in in the NFL this this, this year. Lots of great sports moments in 2019, and we're counting down the top five with our senior sports correspondent, LaToya Moneyball-Smith. I'm Jill Hopkins. We are at our number one sports moment of 2019. Let's hear about it. It's a sellout at the Parc des Princes. Superstars everywhere you look. France and the USA, one of the big hitters, will exit the competition tonight. Rapino ready to fire this in, presumably with pace. Low one and all the way in! A dream start 
for the United States. For the fourth time, the United States of America are crowned champions of the world, and for the very first time, they've done it on European soil. It is finished at the Stade de Lyon in the final, in victory and joy for the United States. Now, I'm not saying that my dyeing my hair purple this year had everything to do <laughs> with Megan Rapinoe helping the U.S. Women's uh, World Cup soccer team. But I'm not saying it had nothing to do with it. <laughs> just coincidence. Uh, just coincidence. Just but for women and girls uh, who are soccer fans around the country, this team was breathtaking. It was amazing. It was so great to amazing. watch. There was Speaking of petitions, there was a petition that uh, this led to. Uh, to get women's soccer players on the same level pay-wise as the men's soccer players. Because guess what? Guess who's the better team? Who's winning? Who's Who's doing it? Who are we talking about right now? World Cups and uh, victories. And and so that that was definitely my number one sports moment of the year when the U.S. uh, women's soccer team defeated the Netherlands 2-0 to win the World Cup. Um, Mega Rapino, Julie Ertz, Alex Morgan, Carly Lloyd, just the entire team just was absolutely phenomenal. And uh, it, it was exciting. It captured a lot of attention and they had a celebration in Manhattan following the win. So it was uh, hats off to that team and, and for their success and with this World Cup victory. And I'm going to go ahead and say that Megan Rapino had the best year ever. Yeah, she recently won like Player of the Year yeah. for I think uh, she won BBC it, Sports Personality of the Year. Yeah, uh, she was Sports Illustrated Sports Person of the Year on the cover there, uh, and like I just can't think of another sporting personality, sporting uh, figure that did as much for the sport and for women as she did. And of course, like you know, when certain people are tweeting about you and saying bad things, certain people, uh-huh. <laughs> that you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you've got their attention, clearly. Yeah. So it was just, it was a great year for women in sports. And an honorable mention, in, in addition to the women's soccer team, goes to Simone Biles, who also yes, won her 25th career medal, and she became uh, the most decorated gymnast in world championship history. We saw the emergence of Coco Golf in the tennis world, uh, 15 years old and she had a phenomenal run at Wimbledon uh it's just been it's been an amazing sports year for women hats off to all the women around the world making moves in sports doing things that they said we never could do and doing them so so well Uh, and you know what you're one of my favorite sports women thank you